Hi, I'm Owen Murphy, and I'm here to tell you about what socioeconomic inequality is and how it affects and divides a huge portion of our nation. Socioeconomics is the social science that studies how the economy is influenced and how the economy influences based around social processes. In layman's terms, how money is biased by people's opinions. Socioeconomic inequality is the unequal treatment financially of people based on racist, misogynistic, homophobic, xenophobic social practices. People are often judged based on their socioeconomic status, typically with the categories lower, middle, and high class. The point I am trying to make is that socioeconomic status, aka SES, has been systematically determined by racism. America has placed people inside boxes of financial inequality since its colonization, slavery, the Indian Removal Act, Women not being able to work outside the kitchen or vote are examples of how socioeconomic status has been used to keep minorities out of power positions. One of the biggest socioeconomic disparities I can think of in our nation's history would be the horrible act of redlining. Redlining was when banks and loan providers would mark out minority neighborhoods on a map and label them as hazardous to lend money. Living in the red line neighborhoods denied minorities with access to quality education, funded on property tax, retail stores, public transit, and even health care. Redlining created a racially motivated socioeconomic status inequality that still proves problematic even after the Fair Housing Act. Education is still funded through property tax and the long-term damages to red line neighborhoods still prevent enough property tax to fund high quality education in those neighborhoods. While we're on the topic of low quality education, let's talk about how socioeconomic status affects academic success in children. A child with low socioeconomic status is exposed to low quality childcare, underfunded schools, economically depressed neighborhoods, this makes it increasingly difficult for these children to succeed in school even before birth. Children with low SES have less access to books and supplies needed to spark creativity and prepare them for school. Children with low SES also lack role models. Typically, their parents are working to provide for their food and whatever else their salaries can allow them to pay for. While their parents aren't around, they can't have conversations needed to stimulate brain activity. In primary and elementary school, students learn words mostly at home. Parents and other role models have conversations with their children and purchase them books, other things that help them learn words. In low socioeconomic status neighborhoods and families, a lot of these students don't have the opportunity for that. So when they first start out school, they're kind of behind. Depending on the schools these children attend, they may not have high diversity in socioeconomic status, meaning they might not 
have students from middle-class families or high-class families. It might be all of the same students in the same boat. Students with low socioeconomic status um, benefit off of having diversity in that status around them, making it harder for them to succeed when they're in the same boat as everybody else. Students with low socioeconomic status also don't really have that much access to technology, preventing opportunities that their peers may have. Unfortunately, the achievement gap can cause low aspirations and, in some cases, mental disabilities. Not in all cases, but I believe that students with low socioeconomic status who have poor academic performance is caused on the effect of redlining because their options are the non-highly funded schools in the non-highly funded neighborhoods. This further causes a disparity in the wealth gap. In my opinion, socioeconomic status also influences people to assimilate. People are born into low socioeconomic status may feel that the only way out is to take on the mannerisms of a person with high socioeconomic status. While I cannot find any real life examples, because I truly don't know that many cases of assimilation based on my own privilege, but the TV show Blackish that we have been prompted to watch and write some reflections on in class has showed me um, a story of assimilation. Blackish is a show about an affluent black family living in Los Angeles. The mother, Rainbow, is a doctor and the father, Dre, is a senior vice president. They have assimilated and worked very hard to achieve a luxurious lifestyle. However, in the show, the father, Dre, starts to notice that they don't really pay that much attention to their culture. They don't, you know, do as what he calls sometimes black things. Their children, who have been born into the high socioeconomic status, don't even think about their culture. They act the same as everybody at their private schools act, who all have a high socioeconomic status. Um, they've become so accustomed to their high-class lifestyle that they don't even realize they're ignoring their entire past and culture. Socioeconomic status prevents people in the lower class from obtaining access to health care. To tie back into redlining, 40% of adults who do not graduate high school, the most common places where people drop out of high school are low-income schools, do not have health insurance. More than 60% of people without health insurance are from low-income families. In the USA, the states with a greater income inequality have less doctors per capita contributing to the mortality rate for people who cannot afford health insurance. This is especially problematic during this time with the job losses and COVID and 
other health issues being triggered because of COVID. People in this class system cannot afford health insurance or really anything else in the United States. It's weird that the United States is so different than European countries with health insurance because over there, everybody gets free health insurance. People don't have to worry about breaking a bone and then paying five grand for an ambulance and then like 85 grand to put it all back together. Those aren't real numbers, by the way. But in the United States, people with a low socioeconomic status don't have the option to break bones. They don't have the option to get COVID. They don't have the option to have health insurance in general. The previous laws and systematic racism here in the United States have made it almost impossible for people with a low socioeconomic status to get out of their situations. Racially motivated socioeconomic inequality has torn apart the American dream. People born into the lower class have to face everything they encounter in life being somewhat unfair to them. Our biased socioeconomic system is literally killing people by not allowing fair opportunities to seed, succeed or healthcare or really anything where people need to get the help they need. What I have stated in this podcast is just a small percentage of the effects of the socioeconomic disparities in the United States. As a country, we need to do whatever we can to combat the effects of systematic racism. We need to provide low-income families with more opportunities. And most importantly, we need to stop using a class system to dictate if you can receive medical treatment. We are going through a pandemic and people are losing jobs left and right and they have to worry about going to a hospital? To conclude, I would like you to think of somebody in your life who is in a low socioeconomic status. Think about what they go through and think about what you can do to help. Thank you.